What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to VCast, where church and culture come together. As always, if you haven't already liked or subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Give us a like, follow us, and uh, everything you do helps us to continue to reach people with the Word of God. So we love you guys. I hope you enjoy this podcast today. God bless you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to VCast. I'm your host, Jacob, and today I am here with a familiar voice, one that you all know, Pastor Allen. What's up, man? What's going on, Jacob? Good to be with you. Good to be uh, with everyone listening. Uh, pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Um, so for those that are, are tuning in, um, our last two episodes, we had the privilege of having our DYD, Pastor Jonathan Rivera. Um if you don't know what DYD is, he's basically the district youth director. Um, so it was a privilege to get him on. He's a very busy man. So it might be a little bit before you guys hear from him again, but I would love to have him back on. But Pastor Allen is always willing to be on this podcast, which is why he's always someone that I feel like I need. You're 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 <laughs> just you're, you're fired. Doesn't matter when or or what we're talking about. You you bring it, bro. So I, I appreciate that, bro. I'll send you a check in the mail. They, yeah, I'm trying to get a I'm trying to actually start getting paid for it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but um, yeah, man. So in the in the podcast, the the last one, um, I know I did two with him, but we're gonna talk about the last one for a little bit because the last one that we talked about with Pastor Jonathan actually ties into what we're talking about today, which is um emboldened together, and it's focusing on the same chapter, just different verses. Um. Mm-hmm. So what I kind of wanted to ask you, because I know that since a lot of what we're talking about focuses on what was last said, um, what, what, is the, what do you kind of want to add to what we talked about persecution? We really talked about how we view persecution, but what should our response to persecution be? Right. Um, well, well, our response to persecution, well, let's talk about with what our initial um, response to persecution is, right? Uh, that's to retreat. That's to go hide uh that's to run away that's because we don't we don't like that that's That's the the logical response like when you're facing persecution and it's too much like you're retreat like yeah it's almost as if your body's kind of like wired to do that um i mean even even your body any sort of you know whether you get burned what's the first reaction is that you pull back and you know the same thing happens i think even with our soul um, you know, without Christ, without the power of Christ, uh, you won't be able to press in to that moment. And there's something actually very special that God is doing in that moment. I think you guys probably talked about it in the last podcast. Um, but it, the Bible even puts it this way, uh, that you shouldn't think it's strange when persecution comes because uh, all of this is actually God ordained. When you look throughout the scripture, especially the book of Acts, you see the kingdom of God advance uh, when uh, not when it's left alone, but when it is being persecuted. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, I think um, our natural response is always to uh, shrink back from it. Uh, but when you're empowered by the Holy Spirit and 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 given boldness from the Holy Spirit, yeah. uh, you're actually uh, uh, encouraged to press into it because God is doing something. I think one of the things that he's doing is that um, he's refining our character, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he's he's uh, 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 causing us to stand boldly for the name of Christ. Um, I think uh, James 1, I think you guys said this in the last podcast, but uh, James 1 verse 2 says to count it all joy when you meet various trials because, you know, the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and that has to have its full effect so that uh, our our faith can be perfected. We won't be lacking anything. Exactly. And and I think that we we kind of see that in the apostles response where um, 
they after facing persecution the the great thing about our response is that we we come back together and, and we see that happen um because a lot of times people um only come to church once a week mm-hmm. so for a lot of times they're going through a lot of trouble mm-hmm. throughout the week and when they come back on sunday it's sort of like they're back in community and they can relieve some of that pressure pressure that's what a sunday is for although that's not the only place where you have to meet God and get rid of all your baggage. But for a lot of people, that's how it works, that they'll come on the Sunday when they're back again with their brothers and sisters, and they'll just let it all out um, through our service, through our worship. So, Right, because that's, um, that's kind of what Peter calls our dual identity, right? And so when, when Peter writes his first letter, um, one of the things that he calls us is the elect of God, right? That's our identity. We have been chosen. We have been set apart for God and for his glory, but then he throws another identity in there, and that is that we are exiles. We also don't belong here. And because we don't belong here, that's where we're gonna face persecution. The question is, who do we go to? You know, to try to survive on your own uh, persecutor, you're gonna get very discouraged easily, which is why uh, God has designed the church to work the way it does, to gather together, to come together so we can strengthen one another, right? We can encourage one another, we can pray together, we can fast together, we can understand and hear the word of God together. Uh, that's 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 the intent uh, yeah. of that identity. Yeah, it, it, it says that in Acts uh, chapter four, um, I, I forgot to say what we're, what, what um, verses we're actually going over. Right. Um, so for this one, we're going over Acts chapter four, verses 23 through 24. And we see that in verse 23, when they had been released, they went to their own companions. So they, so they gathered again and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So they came back together and decided that we're going to talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also something that's really important because they didn't just take it in and leave it in, but mm-hmm. they talked about it with each other. Right. And after hearing all of this, what is it said that they, they did as a response? They prayed. Mm-hmm. And they didn't pray alone. They prayed together. Um, we see that Peter and John, after being released, went to the others and they all prayed. So this is why um, persecution and our response is to come back together. right? Mm-hmm. Our, our response to persecution should lead us back together and we should embolden each other. Right. Um, That's why we are in a body. That's why God has desired unity for all of us, because persecution, um, a lot of times when it's done to an individual can sort of uh, what's the word? This is like discourage Discourage. that person. Mm -hmm. But when you have fellow brothers and sisters, some who might be a little bit more mature Mm -hmm. than you spiritually, they'll be able to embolden you and lift you back up because, um, I, I know that I can attest to times where I've been spiritually in the dumps, like I've been just beaten down or whatever. But I have people like my, my friends, like Josh and John, Pastor Jeremy, you, all these people who know the word and embolden me to keep on going rather than just giving it up. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times I felt like that. And I don't know if you've ever felt like that. Like maybe like there was a time where you were just so beaten up by the world. You were like, man, I, I'm done, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's, I mean, especially um, early on, right, when, when faith is, is fresh, uh, that could be very detrimental uh, to your faith. And that's the purpose of why God doesn't allow it to let up, because he's going to allow persecution, he's going to allow trials, he's going to allow challenges, because that's refining you, and that's building that endurance mm-hmm. to continue moving forward. But I, I honestly don't know where I would be without um, my brothers and sisters in Christ, for sure. Yeah, and that's why the need for boldness is, is so important. 
Mm-hmm. Um, things like this are our boldness is required of us. Yeah. Um, it's something that you need to be a Christian. You need that confidence. You need that uh, boldness. You need that courage, which only come to you by the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, because like you said, it's almost like wired in us to retreat when we receive persecution. Right. So this idea of courage is not something that's initially wired within us. Yeah, it's right? the it's the fight or flight response. Yeah, right. And, and so it's, since that's tied to our flesh, our our body's always going to want to run away from danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need something supernatural <laughs> to yeah. change that part on the inside of you. You know, and I think that's why you see men and women throughout the scriptures, from Old Testament to New Testament, um, sometimes running in the face of danger mm-hmm. because they understood who was on their side. Yeah, if we allow our courage and boldness to be stripped from us then we lose all credibility and then the gospel loses its credibility. What I mean is when we allow trials and persecution to happen and completely destroy us, what is the 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 things that we the hope for, the things that we hold on to, they lose credibility because they weren't apparently enough to sustain us, right? right? So when we lose courage, when we lose boldness, when we fold to the pressure that's coming to us, it, it sort of exposes the... How, how much we do we really believe what we're talking about mm-hmm. when we just allow ourselves to fold over right. like that? Um, so for, for those of us who may be lacking in courage, right? For those who are listening and feel like they're lacking the courage, the boldness, um, pray that you may receive strength and we will pray for you that you may receive strength because what we want is a community of people that embolden each other, mm-hmm. not just the same people having to, be emboldened over and over and over again. You know, we want you to receive that in, that boldness, that courage, so that you could um, embolden others. Right. Right. That's what we want. We don't want you to be the only one being. Right. Uh, and and I love the content of their prayer um, when it, when it says in verse twenty four that when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to yeah. God, and they all had a sort of the same worldview, the same theology, right? And the first things, the, the first word that comes out of their mouth is what? Sovereign. Sovereign who's sovereign Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the uh, encouragements we have in persecution. Together we understand that even the persecution is controlled by God. It's under his authority. It's, uh, it's, it's in his hands, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he allowed it for a reason, for a purpose, and we take comfort in that knowing uh, then in those moments, we we come out more like Christ. Yeah. And even when you see like what happened, um, you know, to to the disciples and, and when when they were uh, brought before the, before the council, uh, that whole purpose of them being arrested, uh, they were they were able to bring the gospel in that moment and put it on display in a way that wouldn't have happened unless there was persecution. So, yeah. Um, and, and there's a, a source of power that they are grabbing a hold of when they meet together. Right. Um, this series has focused on being better together, but it wasn't simply gathering mm-hmm. that allowed them to speak in tongues. It wasn't simply gathering that allowed the lame man to be healed. It wasn't simply gathering that allowed the Holy Spirit or, or that um, allowed all these great things to happen. What caused all of this to happen was the Holy Spirit. He was the source of power. Right. He was where all of these things had come from, that boldness, the, those miracles, speaking in tongues. When they had gathered together, they had called upon the authority of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- w- when gathering, gathering together is what allowed the Holy Spirit to come. When um, Jesus says, you know, when two or more gather in, um, in my name, there I am among mm-hmm. them. Um, however, the Holy Spirit can only do these things through us if we walk in obedience. So even if we gather together, we all have to be obedient together. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
if the legs are, are moving, but the arms and the body, the rest of the body are in disobedience, the body can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, what, how would you sort of, uh, like to dig into that a little bit more, why is obedience needed for the body to continue to move? Just speak on that a little more. Cause I know that I said it, but, um, just to, to kind of explain that a little more, like why it's so important that not only the minister, the, the leaders of the ministry are um, obedient, but the congregation as well needs to be obedient. Uh, yeah, I mean, congregational obedience is, is um, important and significant because it really reveals where our trust is corporately, mm-hmm. right? And so if we all are in this together, uh, we all believe in this power together, uh, then our faith should be the same. It doesn't mean that everyone's faith is going to be at equal levels. Everybody mm-hmm. is maturing at, at their own pace according to where they're at in their relationship with God. Uh, but I think it uh, unanimously declares where our hope and where our trust is in. And mm-hmm. it's it's in God alone. And that's why the obedience is so important. Um, I think we have it a little bit tougher here in the States just because we don't... I think we're faced with challenges. I don't even know that we're faced with persecution. Yeah, which is what me and Jonathan were talking about. Yeah. Like, it's not that we don't face persecution. It's just not the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do experience challenges here. And I think we exaggerate that to be yeah. sort of persecution. Yeah, it's almost as if we uh, we, we, we uh, look at our challenges and, and we kind of make them our, our persecution in life, whether we're getting sick or whether... And that's just not the same. Um, and quite frankly, I think we as a nation can do more. Uh, it's not that we should go looking for trouble, right? Yeah. We shouldn't go wanting to. But I've, I've, it, I've sadly seen churches or, or other believers uh, even bashing the guy that has the bullhorn on the street corner proclaiming the gospel for maybe being a little bit too harsh or you got to be more engaging or you got to be more this and you got to be more that. But there's something about the gospel and there's something about the kingdom of God that has a sharp edge to it. Uh, I mean, you even see that on the day of Pentecost, right? That yeah. said that people, they were pierced to the heart because of what the gospel does. Um, and I think it was, it's pretty ironic because, you know, in this moment, you have them telling the church, stop talking about Jesus. And it's almost as if today we have to tell the church in our nation, start talking about Jesus. Because is he really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in your conversations throughout the week? Yeah. Is he really... Um, you know, part of your witness with your neighbors, with your friends, with your family? Are we boldly proclaiming the name of Jesus? Because again, it doesn't matter what you're saying, but you know, if, if what you're declaring is Jesus as the way, that's where the entire world has a problem with it. Yeah. And are we proclaiming that? You know, that's, that's a question. Yeah. Um, if that, I, I don't remember who said it. I remember that one of you guys, um, I believe it was Pastor Allen or Pastor Jeremy, I don't know why I referred to you in the third person when you're right here, but uh, <laughs> it, it was one of you guys who had said that um, if Jesus were to walk through our doors, would we let him in, right? And, and it's a big question. It kind of falls in line with what you said. If Jesus were to walk to up to our church, like if he were around right now, would we even let him in through our doors? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the congregational obedience is so important, because when you see a, a congregation that loves Christ, you see a congregation that's that understands how, um, what's the word, how lucky they are, mm-hmm. right? When, when, when you have a, an understanding of the gospel, you realize that a mask and vaccination aren't persecution at all. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's just right. some everyday thing. And that's what me and Pastor uh, Jonathan were also talking about in the last one, 
that we have a lot of brothers and sisters in the Middle East that mm-hmm. suffer. And I mean, that's persecution. Right. Um, and that's why that need for boldness and the obedience is so important, more so for them, mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's every day for them. Right. Uh, it, it's they, they meet in secret. They meet uh, in churches that are like underneath the ground. So I think the persecution that we face is comfort. I don't yeah. know if that's a weird way. Like our persecution is comfort. Like it, it hinders us from preaching the gospel and we get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. But um, to just bring it back in uh, to the, the, the Holy Spirit, which is what drives that need for boldness and to be together. And it's what causes the apostles to to um, to sort of just come back together into a community and call upon him again. Mm-hmm. Um, we the, the, the book of Acts is a book that focuses on the Holy Spirit drawing us together and um, helping us to understand why we need each other. That's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. That's a, um, a kind of uh, knowledge that only comes from them because from the Holy Spirit because mm-hmm. when we receive persecution, a lot of us like to distance ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's how a lot of people may end up leaving the church. Again, mm-hmm. obedience is important because when we rely on the Holy Spirit, we realize that those who may be persecuted need us and we shouldn't mm-hmm. per- push them away, adding to their hurt, adding to their pain, but rather pulling them in, talking about it like the apostles did in the book of Acts, where they met together. They talked about what was said to them and how they were told to stop preaching the gospel. It's It, it sounds like they almost really like sort of um, vented. Mm-hmm. What just happened? And they said, okay, so what we're going to do is what? We're going to pray together, come in one accord and and be together. And we're yeah. going to get through this together. Um, and that's really what I pulled from this verse, from this passage, yeah. is after facing persecution, their desire to be together strengthened. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's very hard to be a Christian um, by yourself. I, I've been asked that before, you know, oh, pastor, do I have to, you know, go to church to be a Christian? And I'm like, well... I guess not, but you won't be a Christian for very long because of the level of intensity of the challenges and, and the persecution that we, you will face if you live, if you are living faithfully. I mean, church by definition, you know, ecclesia means a gathering of people. And, and it's so important and so essential uh, to come together, because when you see in the book of Acts, these moments where the church comes together, what falls upon them? The power of God. Yeah. Um, so so let us not neglect to meet with one another. Right. But in love, continue down this Christian walk together. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, at the end, I, I know that I said Acts 20 uh, for 23 through 27. It's actually Acts 23, Acts 24 verses 23 through 31. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my fault. But what it says there at the end is we see that the ground was shaken by the power of the Holy Spirit mm. within them. We have that same power within us. Mm-hmm. Um, that we, we have the we, we have the ability to call upon the same spirit. So let this be an encouragement to us, right? That we would continue to seek the lost and fight our battles together mm-hmm. because one Christian filled with the Holy Spirit is capable of so much. Imagine what we can all do together mm-hmm. when we all come in obedience and, and allow the Holy Spirit to work in us as a whole, yeah. as a community. A, a shaking takes place. That's what happens. There's two shakings that take place, right? When persecution happens, when you're going through your through your rough patches, there's that shaking initially that shakes your faith. Mm-hmm. But when you call upon the power of God uh, within uh, a community of God's people, um, that's where boldness falls upon you from the Holy Spirit. 
And where challenges may shake your faith, it's boldness that shakes your fear. Yeah. And, and that's that shaking that we need to see happen in our life. Don't be shaken on what's happening around you. Allow your fear to be shaken by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So just to, to close off here, uh, I would say that uh, if you are a, a member of this congregation, if you're actively coming to, to our church, to Viva, um, I would encourage you to, to get connected with us. That's another um, thing, at least in the modern day church, where a lot of people may not feel like they're doing enough. Yeah. And at Viva Church, we have more than enough room for more yeah. leaders and people to do stuff. And we want you to get connected with us. Um, we want you to go to our grow groups. We don't mm -hmm. do these things because we're a church and we're supposed to. We do these things because we love you guys mm -hmm. and we want you guys to get connected. We want to continue to build this community. Um, we want more leaders. We, we desire more leaders, more people who are willing. So if you're willing, get connected to with us on a Sunday any day, just if you feel like you're not doing enough, trust me. Um, we we could we're, we're we're humble enough to ask for your help. You know, um, as a, as a church, as a congregation, we we recognize that we are better together. Yeah, absolutely. I love the word that you said, uh, connected. Um, and and we so appreciate Sunday mornings, right? Sunday morning is a hard place to connect, especially at the level that we're reading in the Book of Acts, and we see that they not only met in the temple courts, but house to house, and they're breaking bread, right? You need all of those different aspects of church life in, in your life. Um, so like Jacob said, um, let's get connected, you know, get into a small group, get together with someone that can walk with you, that can encourage you because times are tough out there. The, the days aren't getting uh, any lighter or any brighter. Unfortunately, they're getting uh, pretty dark, uh, but we are the light and we need to encourage one another to be the light. And let's be unashamed of the gospel. Yeah. Because the gospel is power for salvation. Never forget the mission of the church. Um, the mission is to advance God's kingdom and his word and his gospel to save as many as possible. Uh, so let that be on your mind throughout your day. How can I be a witness that testify that the gospel is both works, but it's also a word, right? It's deeds, but it's also a word. Proclaim that word because that is the word that allows people's hearts to be set free from the power of sin and death. So let's be unashamed. Thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. If you did, don't forget to give us a like, a follow, subscribe, comment, and share this podcast with as many people as you know so we can get the word of God out to everyone everywhere. We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.